Shanti. And it's Antoinette. And you are listening to Around, Around the, the Way, Way Curls. We are two Philly bred best friends who strive to produce content that is authentic, unapologetic, and exalting of the magic we see in ourselves and in you. Join us as we oscillate between love and light and money and dicks because, because duality, duality is a thing. Yizzo! Welcome Hi. to. Oasis, you've been waiting all week to listen to our words as we melt into your eardrums and take you to places you've never been. You hype, Antonella, you cheesing? <laughs> <laughs> Something is fucking wrong with you. Because <laughs> I don't even know how to be right now in all honesty. I'm so uncomfortable. Um, oh, I'm so sorry. It's fine. I'm honestly, I'm fighting sleep because I'm on muscle relaxing. I would figure that would put you I out. I am dead. Oh, you're fighting I, sleep. I, I just it. woke up. I just woke up. I took, I, mean, I didn't want to take these. Uh, long story short, I'm old and washed. I need PT. It's Friday. I landed myself in the emergency room for no fucking reason. I ain't do nothing. But the regular shit that I just do and my neck, I have never experienced pain like that. Mm. My neck was so locked up. The doctor said they could see the muscle moving. See it's like, you know, like in Stranger Things, when old girl had that thing in her leg, Mm. they said they could see from my, the back, like my back from my shoulder blade up to my trap around my shoulder blade to my neck of like just a spasm that would not let up. I was in the street crying. I couldn't move. I was literally, in the, I had on, I looked so crazy. I had on slides with socks with holes in them because I couldn't put on shoes to get out of the house to go. My roommate was trying to help me down the stairs. I'm crying, like boo-hooing and then doing this. And then that's locking my neck up more because I can't move my neck. Mm-mm. It was awful. And I ended up on a ton of muscle relaxants. I Went to urgent care first. Then I got a prescription for muscle relaxant. That shit didn't do anything. The pharmacist was like, I'm sorry, I can't send you home. Like, you have to go to the ER. She was trying to get me to spend a billion dollars on an ambulance. I said, no, ma'am, I will take a lift. (laughs) No, no, ma'am. And then they gave me, like, volume. They gave me all the kinds of shit. So I was, like, drunk. I was, I can't believe these white women take these pills and function. On wine. I'm like, oh, I just been raw dog in reality this whole time. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> whoa. What the fuck? The possibilities could have been. Yo, I was like, I really don't know how they do it because I was not functioning. I don't know what I was talking about. My poor sister was with me and she was like, girl. But they took an x-ray. My neck is impacted. My spine what is did fucked they, up. Why? What did they say? The way you're sleeping, stress, lack of movement? Like what? No, I mean, that's, that's skeletal. So I talked to my doctor today and he was like, you've been complaining about neck pain for since 2017, Antoinette. I was like, oh, yeah, I have. 
And he was just saying part of it could be my breasts that I'm hunched over a lot, I'm not sitting up right. He was like, you don't. He was like, I had curvature in 2017, but it wasn't like impacted. And what does so, impacted mean? it means I don't know. I guess what they're saying. I think the way she described it to me was that there's not enough space in between the vertebrae, mm -hmm. and so they're like they could be pushing on a muscle, or like pushing on like a like a, a pinched nerve, mm -hmm. like messing up with my nerves. And so then you get this kind of reaction. And then the doctor, the ER doctor also felt my back and she was like, you have something protruding on my left side, on my lower back. So she was just like, um, like you have a slip disc or something, like something's not right with your back. So got to figure that out. But I'm realizing that my everyday day-to-day -day of like, how I just operate, like I got it. Like I, mm -hmm. I got a new dresser. Mm -hmm. I, I pick the dresser up and walk down the stairs yeah. with it by myself. When I go grocery shopping, I put my heavy ass cart mm -hmm. on my back and lift it up three flights of stairs. Like those type of things, I just can't keep doing. And that makes me so sad because I take so much pride in being able to do it myself. But I never want to feel like that again. That was the worst pain I ever felt in my life. And there was nothing. I, I couldn't care for myself. I couldn't go to the bathroom. I couldn't walk. I couldn't put shoes on. Like, I just, I was, like, completely debilitated. So that was awful. And now I have to keep taking these muscle relaxants. Like, I feel it a little bit getting a little funky. Not like it was, but I feel like I was trying to stretch it a little bit today. Like, it's amazing I can do this. And... I could feel a little tension, so I'm a little bit nervous, but I'm sorry. whatever. Shout out to my sister for coming through yes, and holding me down because I, I literally didn't know what I was going to do. I was stuck, stuck. Mm, that was a mess. But that's why I'm so tired, these muscle relaxants. <laughs> I'm like, I, this is crazy. You getting good sleep on them? Yeah, because the first night, and, and I can't even lie, the first night, shout out to the homie that sent me a care package. I'm going to get into that care package in a second. But he sent me a care package of edibles, and I popped. Well, Jade had already had one. Actually, I didn't take his, but she gave me an edible. And so I was on volume, Girl. muscle relaxant. Ooh. <laughs> like a weekend performance and an edible and i was like oh. yeah. right i can't feel my face when I, like that's i was like whoa but i needed it because i couldn't i couldn't function but i also got a a care package from said friend who happens to be a man and the funniest shit was when i opened it there was like a bag full of gummies and i was like oh, okay that's so nice and then there was vagina wash <laughs> or moisturizer, excuse me. And I was like, Vagina why? moisturizer or wash? It was moisture. It's not wash. vagina moisturizer? Is that like a KY jelly? No, it's over there. It's, it's tight. Get the KY jelly. I can't get it, but it's cute. The packaging is cute. It has like a little woman's, it's like, it looks like, like a woman's figure. And then it says con condition her. Uh, uh. But like, I, I just, I was taken aback. Like, what are he you saying? Like, you better kiss up and touch up and fill up on yourself. <laughs> I felt like I was like, I think he's saying that my vagina is like ashy or <laughs> crusty or <laughs> or like not moisturized. You like, the like fucking, not me, girl. I got a sandpaper vagina. 
Like, what's happening? <laughs> so I looked at that. It was, I had to call him, like, hi, um, can you just. What did he uh, say? I got you. He was like, he started cracking up. He was like, nah, I guess without any, um, without any context, like context, that probably did feel weird. He was like, no, this somebody shipped them to me and told me to do a giveaway, and I was I was putting stuff in your box, and I just thought like, oh, I should just give this to her. Like it's sitting right here. He was like, but without context. And then like I had a shirt, and the he gave me a shirt, and the shirt references vagina on it. And so I was like, what is the theme of this box? <laughs> like what? <laughs> What's it's happening? I know. I was like, thank you. Thank so you. I may or may not have a sandpaper labia. Oh, sounds painful, child. Whatever. I don't peel myself, though. Oh, Julie, you just had to cut to me. Somehow I had you had to put me down. You said sounds painful. Do you want to use peeing it? Peeing on yourself does not, is not painful. It's very rude. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll never forget. When when you got mad at Joe when she was so much younger and you were like you went to the bathroom you went to the bathroom I forget where we were she was like she likes it because it feels good because it's warm <laughs> and I was like what and Joe was just standing good. there you looking peed on yourself ever yeah like as a kid you you haven't peed on yourself as an adult when was the last time you peed on yourself. <laughs> First of all, the fact that you're asking me that and dead ass serious, like, duh, who doesn't do this? No, I've not peed on you, myself you, as an and adult. since you were 21 years old, you're 30, I don't know how old you are, 33 years old. Shanti, you've I've not, not peed on yourself. Maybe not a full-blown urination, but you've not once peed on yourself. No. Wow. Well, I don't I'm believe cons- it. Not once. Shanti, that's not normal. It's not unnormal You need to, to go to the doctor. It's not unnormal. <laughs> Wait. The fact that you're saying this and it's you're not. dead serious. There, there's maybe, maybe if you're peeing on yourself every day, but if you've peed on yourself once, twice in How your life. How often have you peed on yourself? I don't remember, but I've surely peed on myself before. <laughs> surely. Maybe Please. not a full-blown release, but like enough to be like, damn. Yeah, I... Def- like when I was drinking, when I was a young John, I definitely. Peed I on never, myself. but you know me when I drink. I'm, I get super. Dr- I'll get super turned up, and then I'm like, I need water, and I get super turned down. But even then, I, I've I never. Feel like it's kind of abnormal that you've never peed on yourself. I feel like it's a little abnormal that you're trying to normalize peeing on yourself as a grown ass woman. Incontinence is real, so we're not going to. Sounds like that, that has to be a poll. I think that's a poll that the one this video not, comes you, out. So you don't drink, you don't have like little accidents in your panties. You don't ever like slightly pee on yourself. Shanti, no. What Never. is wrong with you? Wow. That Are you okay? So interesting. I just find that interesting. In all your years, in all your adulthood, you never have like little twinkles, little little twinkles in your panties. <laughs> you might want to edit this out it's a normal thing i know plenty of people that have done it especially having had a child i've oh, definitely well, maybe had that's accidents. a different i'm not doing i also it do my it's not a regular I do my thing. kegels every night i count kegels instead of sheep like one two three four i'm doing them right now baby you need to do some i don't give a goddamn <laughs> yes you do because it's only it's gonna get worse to 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 Shanti, it's only going to get worse, and I'm not wiping you. 
when you get older. I that's where I draw you, the line. That's normal and that's human nature. So I'm not gonna wipe you if you just sit here peeing on yourself all the time. Shut. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm be like, girl, this is childish. Grow up. But I won't say that I've never not had a twi- had slight urination. And I'll never say I've never not completely peed on myself in my adult life. I can't remember when, but I know I must have. I just know it. But anyway, <laughs> here we go. Knuckles around uh, okay. me. That's all my updates. That's all I got for you, yo. That was a lot. I've I'm been, so shocked. I've been working out, and I've been really feeling good about it. And it's been three times a week. I have a trainer. Um, I shot that person out on Instagram. I'm not going to do it on here because that would be a d- deeper pay cut, deeper discount, baby. But it's been really nice. If you are interested, you can follow on Instagram, Chantilly from Philly been really really nice feels good when the weather breaks i'll be happy to run i haven't been running but it it feels fabulous i could see a change i've also discovered it's okay when you're a teenager you write pen 15 and it looks like penis but the name of the show is pen 15 on hulu it's basically a coming of age um, series about two best friends and it's just the most hilarious beautiful I, it's just amazing I just love it so much it's bringing me so much joy I'm in season two of it already I, I think they're working on season three but it's like a Japanese American girl and a white girl and they're just like sharing their coming of age and they're they're I love how innocent they are and also their loss of innocence through just life, just being fifth, just teenagers in America and being women or young women. It's amazing. Um, the fact that you're watching all these shows and not The Wire. I know. Really I've been thinking about it. I'm not ready to go back to it. I'm just not ready. I already thought about that. I'm like, girl, what are you doing? But you have to like. You will forget about it. I know. Right. Just not in my soul right now. It's just not calling me. Whatever. Um, but what's been calling me? I've been. I I said it last week, but I've been helping Black Star Live every Friday. Has a live show. It's really great. It's really funny. It features live music and skits and commentary on pop culture. It's just like a late night show for Black folks. Um. And I've been helping out with that, and it's been a lot of fun. But I find that I've been helping on set. Of course, we all take tests. I've taken like 15 million tests since helping out on the on the um, production. And I'm like, I feel like I'm pretty good. Otherwise, like, I'm not, I don't consciously realize that I miss people I'm like I'm good I'm good but once I get on set and I'm around people especially people that aren't like in my pod who I see all the time it just hits me how much I miss people and I how Mm. how exciting and fun and like energizing it is to be around different energies besides the same people all the time even though shout out to the ones that are, are holding it down with you in quarantine but 
Yeah, man, I just realized I was like, damn, that's that's crazy how much I miss people. Humans. Watch out. But you guys should watch. You just have to go to Black Star Live. Black Star, excuse me, blackstarfest.org. And you can stream it live every night at 9 p.m. I'm featured in a lot of the um, little sitcoms and things. So we played spades today and you'll be very ashamed of me. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I blame it on my white mom. Why did white you, what did you do? They just, it was no white ancestry. It was really a You had battle. one job. It was and a you spiritual conflict war that I had you to endure, and I did my best. sit here and talk all that shit about, oh, internet just started playing spades. You did. You did. Girl, spades, mac and cheese, your ass. You just, <laughs> I can't. That just made me so mad. Come on. You lost? We, yeah, we underbooked. I over, I over, I overbooked. Underbooked. I, you don't I, even know what it's called. You underbid. Underbid. Whatever. I don't give a fuck about all that shit. I don't know how to keep score. I don't know what none of that means. But oh, we did. I didn't. They were cutting. They were cutting diamonds real quick, and I was like, wow, wow. That king that aced in me nothing. But that means you should have saw in your hand that you must have had a lot of something else. So that should have told you, oh, somebody's cutting diamonds since I, they or did. if. It was, it was too late. I had already, it was. But when you bid, you got to see like, oh, I got a ton of diamonds in my hand. I was somebody's playing against Yaba, this. who's never played before. I know. I and just, you I, I should have, I always go, I'm always risk adverse when it comes to spade, but I was like, <laughs> Yaba don't know how to play. <laughs> Fucking got ate up. And I was like, damn, Gina. Thought you was the man. It's okay. But, um. Wow, you really, you take that so much better. I would be still mad. No. I would, I'm so competitive. I would have been tight. It was my fault. And it was also my white ancestors. Oh, really who was your partner? Brandon your partner was Yankee. probably looking. I, he, that's who he was? Mm-hmm. I know he was looking at you like... He gave me a lot of grace. He was like, you should be ashamed, but it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> you did not represent us. Speaking of spades, this is off the dome. I want to congratulate Clint Coley. Um, his World Series of Spades was picked up by Macro, which is like a big production company. Yes. And they are shopping it around. So like, shout out to him. Get and money. he is still majority owner of his shit, which is very good. But like, shout out to that's very dope. Like that was his concept. Y'all know I love Spades. The World Series of Spades is still on Amazon Prime. It's one of their top shows on there. So watch that shit before I made an embarrassment of myself. Yeah, you should. It's still on there. You still got time to watch it, sis. Watch it and learn. But shout out to Clint. And shout out to the World Series of Spades. Moving on. God, I'm sleep. <laughs> I'm trying so hard. I'm like, oh, it's God. on drugs, everybody. This is I'm on, on drugs. drugs so. I'm trying to stay awake. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm sleep. Jasmine um, Marie Sullivan performed at the Super Bowl 2019. What? Did y'all watch 2019? it? 2019. Oh, 2000 and... Um, what? 
I'm drunk as well. I'm You're on not well. on drugs. <laughs> 2000 and that you meant it with your whole fucking heart. Yes, she did. Jasmine Sullivan. I don't 30 think years counts. later. I think implicit, like deep in my body, I know that 2020 did was a joke. Like it don't count. <laughs> Listen, it counted. Jasmine was amazing. She looked beautiful i really want to those pictures i kind of want to post it at this point the picture of her she she did a sound check and she went out there to like pay tribute to whitney and the sound check and like whitney's um that that like jumps what was that like sweatsuit she had when whitney just went out there and sang for it the uh it's the sweatsuit that goes. It's the swishy sweatsuit. <laughs> <laughs> but um, that shit was so beautiful. And we all got on Zoom together. Mm-hmm. And said a prayer. Said a prayer and watched. All it. the girls got on. I was crying. Said a prayer, watch it. Shanti wept. I was stuck. I was just sitting there like. I didn't know how to feel, and then I cried later. I had like a real delayed reaction. Of like, I can't even believe what just happened. I can't even believe it. And she ate it up. And it was so her to like that that little country beat. I loved it. People were like, she shout out that it loud. It's like, y'all know how to. I thought he was a good backup singer. Just don't disrespect that. He was that good. Man. Eric knew. Eric in his fucking Eric knew. interview, he was like, I'm just, I'm just honored to be with her. He did. He was like, I said I'd never sing the national anthem. But then when they told me Jasmine Sullivan, I didn't know who she was, but I went on and listened to every one of her songs and I said, Oh man, I just I can't wait to I can't wait to I can't pass up an opportunity to sing with her. She's she's the best singer I've ever heard in my life. I didn't know who she was. (laughs) (laughs) I said, Eric, you better get it the fuck together, Eric. But it was also showed how horrible white people are because they were on there like Francis Scott Key is rolling over in his grave. We didn't like and then then there were a lot of white people who were like, shut the fuck up. She killed it. But don't listen to white people. You just can't listen to never me. listen Ever. to whites. But she um, food, music, she, politics, history. Like, what the fuck do they get right? War, probably war. Like violence and war, right. they got that shit to a T. Psychological <laughs> warfare, them niggas is ki- like undefeated. <laughs> uh, <laughs> undefeated. Music, health, theft, theft, fashion. They got theft down. Y- yes. Mass incarceration, pretty good. Well, that's confu- that's under theft and violence. Okay. Like psychological what warfare. Else? Yeah, propaganda, psychological warfare, mm. and um, violence to a bland food, huh? Bland food. That that's yeah. They don't have no. That's that's, that's not that's a winning violence. thing. That's not something that's to vi- win. That's something they you do not consult them with. This. That's violence, actually. Um. Anyway, she was a am- she was amazing. If you have not watched it, please watch it. Also, she performed later that evening. Doing something. I don't know what it's for. She was, was at she was cute though. She doing her little she was cute. mod. I said, Jazz, that ain't your era girl. I know. I'm like, that's your era. Stick with it. Um That's my cousin. Just... We look alike. 
anybody asked him, like, yeah, that's my cousin. And Amanda goes, Angela got so upset. <laughs> <laughs> the face you just made. Pull it together. You got to try to hide well. that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I we couldn't have been more geeked and more proud. And she couldn't be more modest and awkward and ignoring texts and being like, I can't believe after all this shit we wrote at group text, she was just like, hey, y'all. She told me, she said, I'll call y'all when my, when my weave and she said, my wig is off and I look a mess just so I could bring y'all back down to earth because y'all doing too much. I said, okay. Um, then before that though, the internet girl, you was, (sighs) this will wake you up, bitch. Look, the tone, the energy. No child about to put me to bed. Put me to bed. Um, (laughs) The internet was in a tizzy. Why? Because what's his real name? Girl, it don't matter. Let me. It doesn't matter. I never call him by. Don't. (laughs) Here's the thing, though. Oh, Tremaine. Oh, Tremaine Alvin. Tremaine or Jermaine? Tremaine. Tremaine. That is really black. That is young black mother. (laughs) Tremaine Alden, something or other, Nelson or some shit. Oh. His penis hit the internet. And I wouldn't, I'm not one to, I feel bad when celebrity sex tapes come out. I'm like, damn, like, damn, like when they leak. But he was pretty proud about it. So I feel completely justified in talking about it. I sent that shit out to every one of my bitches and was like, excuse me. TMZ ain't got nothing on you, internet. Why? I begin everything from you first. I'd be like, what? No, you just won't get on Twitter. If you would just get on Twitter, Twitter is the news. I don't know how to use it, but anyway. Me neither. I'm starting to figure it out a little bit with my old ass. But that was... Trey, Trey, Tremaine is one of the corniest humans to me. I do not care about him. And he made it... It was so cringe because he kept posting about it and kept being like, I walked with a limp because I was like, oh, you ruined it. Ruined it. Yo, just she shut just, the fuck up. We'll put your just, pants down. Nigga. Right. Like, just up. don't say nothing. <laughs> Stop talking. Yo. That's the that thing. You just like, we're not, we don't need to go on a date. Like, you don't really have to call me. You don't have to court me. You don't have to do nothing. Like, this just way. actually shut the fuck up. But I tell you, that was a... And, and God is tricky. Because God be giving the lames. The lames. It be the lames to get these pieces of... Pieces, just of call material. it that. Get the pieces. A, they be getting the Glocks, baby. <laughs> baby, baby. Took nines on that. Zach, I, I was like, Zach. wow. I have to be honest. Like, I have had a penis in my life that was like that, and it was the best of times and the worst of times. Mm. Like Charles Dickens had you has all said, fucked up in the game. Fucked up. He put. He put pay his rent, put all that down, shit. Put it down, put it I, down. baby, I used to meal prep he this Negro's meals me. he... and and go to his house and deliver them to him. Girl, he had chimichurri really? steak for lunch. It was really for the. It was no, you were in love with him. Yeah, 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 definitely. <laughs> but it didn't. It didn't. It didn't hurt. Ah, no, that, that dick did not hurt. I'll tell you that. I was like, you know what? You deserve the world. <laughs> and I'm going to give it to you. <laughs> I mean it. No, he, I loved him, but 
I loved his penis too. So shout, shout out, out to, to the, the skinny women that bulls. are loving their penises that of their partners. It's good. what a blessing it is. You better tell a, him that. It, you better say I love it. I love I love the way it looks. I love the way it feels. I love the way it tastes. I, I just smell. love it. I love the way it sits. I love, I to love see it. it when it's flaccid. That's how you really know you love somebody look when it's flaccid. You just like thing. look at you because I know what that's gonna be. <laughs> Boy, I know the potential of that child. I done seen it. All the fucking right. ways of its we development. Always, listen, Call it a goddamn butterfly baby. That's Caterpillar. the baby. That's that's the Rose one time falling in love with potential. It's <laughs> Metamorphosis. Baby. Child. Let me watch it. Let me watch it grow. Let me watch it develop. Okay. Caterpillar too. Get the wings on that thing, boy. <laughs> Fly, bitch. Fly. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> and right, don't even look at him. Just tell the fucking dick. Like, I fucking love you. Listen, hold it in your hand. And stare and say, at it eye to eye. I <laughs> love you. I What'd love you, you do for me? I, I appreciate you, King. Mm. Mm. But shout out to Trey Songs and his dick. I wish he wasn't so corny. And shout out to all the skinny bulls. It be the skinny bulls. Mm. It be them little skinny scrawny ones where you like. Ah! You know what, Antoinette? It's really, it's really a known. It's just, it's not even the skinny boy. You just sometimes you just can't tell. I really feel like the wrist and the hands are a dead giveaway. But sometimes you just don't. You just don't know until you know. And I'll be honest. Like, wow. I, I was. There was one penis that shocked the hell out of me in my life. Smacked you upside the head like bitch. It shocked me. I was like, fuck the with fuck me. You know, I got it. <laughs> I was like. Oh, and he, he like, was oh. so shit. <laughs> oh, oh my God. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> oh, oh my God. Because <laughs> that's how I was. Because oh he was so short. Shout out to you, though. You yeah, are. He girl. was only like, that's he was a, five. Like, to know him and to know that, it just makes me smile ear from ear. <laughs> I'm just like, God, you are so funny. You are tricky. tricky. She is tricky. She is tricky he was look. only 5'4", and I was like, this doesn't seem right. And I was like, yes, it Ooh, does. You had a third leg. Girl. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Sorry, I'm like, if y'all can see Antoinette's I'm, face. I'm on too many medications for this. Right I have to now. yell at my child. I'm sorry. I'm going to um, put it on mute real quick. I don't want y'all to hear this. Forgive me. Ooh. Jolie! Get off that thing! And brush your teeth! Jolie, take off what? You should have just left it on. What'd you tell her to do? Take off what? Get off the iPad and brush your teeth. Mm. These kids these days. <laughs> um. Anyway, let's move on because... Child, Gorilla Glue Girl. Have you been following this saga? <laughs> Have so you? Do you know who her. that is? I should pray for her tonight. I was worried for her too until, oh, until yeah. I was like, mm, she got a GoFundMe. She got all she kinds of shit. She's internet. Her hair. She's is now. Done. No, her whole scalp. She got cut her scalp yeah. off. But she, she like deserves it. But people are saying they can help her, and she's refusing the help. She went to the hospital, apparently, and they said, we can help you, but it's going to take 20-some hours. And she said no. 
and went home so and I'm is like, doing it. She took the acetone and the sterile water at home, and her whoever's helping her. She her said she sister. don't want to do that there. Who wants to be? She in needs the to go to the hospital, girl. Your whole scalp is gonna fall off. Her scalp is. I, I listen. I don't know if I would. She's gonna have with burns. On my, her scalp is done. She is going to have severe oh God, so burns, damage, all of that. Her hair is gone. It's done. It's probably not going to grow back. No, her but, scalp is completely damaged. Her yeah, skin, like, like you might as well just put a, a <laughs> pull that shit in flames. It's over, boo. Oh my god, that poor girl. But it also got me thinking, like. Well, she verified. She, I mean, she. She a teacher too. I said, is she? I said, Georgia, you better stay homeschool, child. Cause is she really a yes. teacher? Oh my god. You. Here's, this is the thing though. Like, I think it's a t- it 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 shines a light on what women are willing to go through, in order to. I don't know. To feel beautiful, to feel like gorilla glue. I don't understand. Whenever I see those slick backs, I swear to God, I'm a little triggered. Whenever I see women with their hair slicked back like that since seeing it, I said, wow, this is really. Like, we be talking about gel, but she went too fucking Maybe she didn't far. know. Maybe she thought the gorilla thing was the gorilla, you know, the gorilla snot. She thought it was gorilla snot. She didn't know because there's, I don't know there's what a that powerful, really amazing um, gel that's called Gorilla Snot, and it has kind of hmm. similar branding. She may have thought, "Girl, I don't know what she was thinking." That thing is for your bathroom tiles, adhesive for ceramics, my <laughs> nigga. When she did that, I I can't lie. When she did that thing, and she put all that shit poo on her head, and then she. <laughs> I was laughing. I can't even lie. I was like, this, that shit ain't go nowhere. And then the bacteria and the clogging and the sweat. Because your your hair, this is an incredible space as a um, uh, detoxifier. It releases That's toxins. Where you detoxify. Yeah. She get, she yeah. gonna get sick. I'm telling you, it's it's no laughing matter. Like I love what's her name, Candace, the girl that did the lemonade thing. Yeah, Candace. Not I don't know her I'm name. She sent up but, like a, but um, Bindo, Bindo. <laughs> yeah, she sent up like, like a um, care packages for her, which I think would be really nice. Like she needs it because I would be devastated. Like you, you, you cut your hair wrong and you're fucked up, and like oh, it's all was, you think I, about. Like I'll if I, I fuck my function. hair up, I'll be in the bed going to sleep. Like, oh God, could you imagine? Lord, no. you just made me feel bad. Let her be a vessel for whatever it is that you're trying to do, because she's going to get to the other side. Speaking of getting to the other side, which Here's I up. couldn't do, is finish Malcolm and Marie. <laughs> you didn't finish it. Okay, I, wa- I didn't finish it either, but I plan on it. Where did you get up to? Wait, after don't tell mac- me, because I don't want you to spoil after it After the me. macaroni scene. Wait, After the that was the beginning. Scene, <laughs> you watched like 15 yeah, minutes. Yeah, and I was like, if this is going to be the entire movie in black and white of them running <laughs> around the house. How dare you being skinny have a loud whole, with each other? A whole dissertation. I didn't. I didn't have a dissertation. You went off about that movie. No, I didn't. It's, I just said it was It's the terrible. worst movie. 
to me. No, you should watch it. Mm-hmm. I think that I think that it's um I'm only I'm only I'm like a little ha- more than halfway through. I don't love it. I will never say that. It there are definitely moments in there where I'm like, mm, yeah. Like there's definitely moments. I also think a lot of the acting choices, especially with John David Washington, I think that was the way he was directed. That's the problem. It's the direction. It's not, and, and some of the writing. It's him. But he was. It's what Sam Levinson, whatever his name is. I'm. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm not. I'm disappointed in Zendaya and um this new nigga that just came on the block. But like, I I'm I'm more like, why would you? Why would you be the mouthpiece to this verbose, arrogant? Man, apparently this yeah, was an you, argument that he. But had. he's not. This is his. This is the argument. Who is a who is a Jewish young writer and director, who's the son of a producer. Um, what is his dad? His dad directed Rain Man and a couple others. I can't quite remember, but like a, a accomplished director. Who's giving? Who's I don't know what he's trying to tell. But he's trying to share the complexities of a black couple's relationship, a black man and a black woman's relationship through the trigger of, girl, what happened? I hit the wrong button. Through the trigger of him responding to criticism and him resisting the projection that anything he makes as a black artist creative has to be somehow a political statement like what who are you to say like and then to be so i don't know i was just like you s- literally I think that's sound what he was like fighting that. i think that's what he was fighting against though he was saying that it shouldn't be that but like who are you to talk like don't 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 create these monologues about that and that apparently that was his experience with his wife that he had this was a white couple's argument that he had with his wife and then he was like i i wrote that for zendaya and this man like in mine and it was like it just felt it just it didn't feel authentic to me it did not feel authentic to me it i didn't when it comes to like toxic relationships or like real dialogue I love Blue Valentine because it's the best movie. It was sh- portrayed in how they you could feel the tenderness and the tension and the sadness and the long It wasn't one note. M- Malcolm yes. and Marie felt like one yes. note. Yes. And it was such a high note. Like yeah. damn. You could have done it, so much more doing so much less. You're doing too much. I don't know. I'm going to finish it because I want to. I want to see what it's hitting for, but I will say it it doesn't resonate. I, I don't I don't know. I, I need to finish it before I draw a conclusion. There are moments where I'm like, OK, there's a lot of moments where I'm like, I hate. Not I hate, but I, I don't love the way this John David Washington was directed in this. I also have a hard time looking at Zend- Zendaya. No. Zendaya. And seeing her, I think because it's so attached to euphoria, and I hate to, I, I don't want to say that like this woman is not a grown woman. She is. But it was just like the, 
the matchup didn't work for me. She just didn't look. Their chemistry was not. I don't want to say the wrong thing. Their chemistry wasn't tight. (laughs) They didn't feel like they loved each other. And maybe that was the thing. But they didn't feel like there was history there. It didn't feel like the way that they were talking to each other and how so much they saw each other that there was actually like. I don't know. It just did not seem real. And it felt so heady. It felt so like fucking in your head, psychological. Like, ugh, come on, get out of here. Well, that's a, and it's definitely an actor's movie. I don't think this is for like the average consumer. It's definitely very, um, very. It's it's very. It's not plot driven at all. It's all text. It's all acting. It's all subtext. It's all this. It's all that. But it just it misses the mark in in some ways. I still want to finish it. Because um, there too. again, there are moments where I'm like, ooh, and I, I, I think I'm more interested in like the psychological or the psych, the psychology rather, behind the two characters because they they rip. So there's some moments where I'm like, John David Washington is awful, but then there's also moments where I'm like, he has a point. I don't like his delivery, but that's eh, kind of true. True, what he's saying. So it's it's interesting. I watch past 15 minutes. 20 minutes and see, see how you feel. I needed to turn it off because it was giving me anxiety because everything was just like, he goes into this like seven minute monologue when he reads a review that he doesn't like. And it's just like, I can't handle it. I cannot handle it. But I will say I have been in rooms with creatives where I watched a creative lose his fucking mind over someone not receiving his project the way he wanted them to. And it was like, it was that. So I, I, and I think to the average person, you're like, who the fuck would act like this? Like, this is crazy. But sometimes when people get in their heads like that, that is how they absolutely the fuck are. You got to see it. That's not my critique though. My critique is not that people aren't. I'm not, I'm just saying that you you. I'm talking about my own thing. You can show like creatives, you can show egotistical, you can show, you can show strange and absurd without it being, you being bludgeoned with it. Like I feel like it's much better if it's like, if there's, if the complex, I don't know, it, it just felt basic. It just felt basic, but, I'll, I'll give it another... It's one note. Yeah. I, I agree with you 100%. It's one note. It's very surface. It's not, it's, not, it's not showing complex human characters to me. I think the attempt was to do that with like all of the yeah. heightened language yeah. and all of the this and that, but it missed the mark and like the subtlety. Yeah. There's a lot of subtlety that wasn't there that needed to be there yeah. to humanize the characters more. But maybe that's not what he was trying to do. And, and I kept thinking to myself, this would be a great play. Like, right. This isn't translating on film. Mm-hmm. Like everything, the stakes are mm-hmm. so high that I could see this on stage and like seeing the juxtaposition of her in the room peeing while he's pouring himself a drink and dancing. And like you can see mm-hmm. how they're on two different wavelengths mm-hmm. right now. Like I think yeah. you needed that. And instead like you have this one shot camera that's like cutting between the two and it just didn't, it didn't deliver the way, but I could see it on stage and on stage you forgive some of like that grandiose over the top kind of delivery of things because it's, it's theater, you know, 
But I was thinking of that we were going to get like a real stripped down, very human kind of thing. And that was not what it was. So I was hoping for more tenderness between them, I, I guess. Just they have some of that. They you keep watching. They have a bu- they have a bunch of it, but then somehow they wind back up. Like it's interesting to watch how like stuff can just change like that within a a toxic ass relationship. Speaking of toxic, uh. I'm excited for Judas and the Black Messiah that's going to come out February 12th for Friday Child. Same. I'm mm. same. What else is happening February 12th? February 12th <laughs> is when we're going to have our Valentine's Day around the way, Valentine's Day with Antoinette and five lucky human beings and myself who's helping to, um, what's the word, facilitate all of this. It's going to be available on Patreon. So if you have our Patreon, you, it will, you will have access to it on the 14th, the day after. I don't know. Anyway, you'll have access to it shortly thereafter. We'll give an exact date that it'll be available on Patreon. But it's going to be fun. We're working out all of the kinks. We've reached out to all of the gentlemen. Um, have you? Yes, I'm going to. But we have it all figured out and what we're going to say to them. Oh. So it's going to be it's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting. Shout out to Valentine's Day. Fuck Valentine's Day. Yay. <laughs> I love how we're not even talking about that on this episode. Next, um, speaking of Patreon, I would like to shout out two new patrons, Cedric B and Kiana P. Shout out to you. You know who you are. Yeah. Welcome to the wonderful world of Around the Way Curls, yes. visual elements. Also, big shout out to Kiana, who's probably the same Kiana, uh, who gave a really great review. Um, I just love I just love y'all, but I'm really grateful to everyone that has went on and reviewed and subscribed and those reviews really, really help in terms of visibility. So please continue to spread the word, share, subscribe, all those good things. And we have a voicemail. So, hey, Antoinette and Shanti. My name is Yolanda. I'm from South Florida, more exactly like the Boca del Rey area. And um, I just wanted to reach out on the most recent topic about um, when is it that you feel most in love with yourself. Um, Before I even get into that, I just want to thank you guys for your witty banter and honest perspective. I don't know if you ladies realize how your transparency allows for a level of intimacy between you guys and us as your listener, but that's a topic for another day. I just wanted to let you guys know I truly enjoy you guys, especially since um, I've been following you guys since the blogging days. And um, to now hear you guys and get to know you guys, I feel like I know you guys more on a personal level. But um, in regards, I had a, so here's my thing. I had a few thoughts about um, this recent topic. And Shanti, this topic caused me to reflect on the moments I feel most in love with myself. Um, Over the years, I actually have been working really hard to make these moments happen more and more. Uh, And that's mostly because of the disappointments I've often experienced from others. Um, When I reflect the moments that come to mind where I do feel most in love with myself or when I'm taking care of myself, like eating healthy and working out, 
Um, the hardest thing I find as far as like being in love with myself or um, those moments is when I have to give myself grace when I miss the mark. And I feel like, Antoinette, this one's for you. Um, I'm also still working on that. Um, but I do feel most in love with myself when I say, Yvonne, it's okay, you didn't do that. You weren't that great at whatever it is. You're not where you thought you were going to be, but you're going to be there one day, and that's okay. And um, and that speaks to a lot of times that a lot of times that we give ourselves the hardest time as a result of where we think we're supposed to be, but it's outwardly expectations, it's not internal expectations. So um, giving myself grace when I miss the mark is, is a time where I do honestly feel like I'm in love with myself. Um, another time I feel most in love with myself is when I honor, honor my boundaries with others um, who honor my boundaries. So this is like making sure that if I do establish boundaries with somebody, that they respect it, and then we continue to foster those relationships. And the boundaries that aren't respected are the relationships we we end. So, y'all, this voicemail don't want me to be great, so I'm going to go a little bit quicker with the other parts of what I wanted to say. Um, so, honoring my boundaries, um, I mentioned that another time I feel in love with myself is when I give myself things and experiences I want. My favorites are gold jewelry and solo dinners and embracing quality time, time where I can be my most honest self. Oftentimes when I'm alone and with my little sister and my best friend, uh, I really resonated with Antoinette's perspective because of my own singlehood. When you get to a place of self-love but don't feel it from others, it's tough. You then question if you're being, you then question your being and your value. And what I've learned, however, is that, is that that is a validation that we can only receive 100% from within. Um, from others, it will seem to ebb and flow, which is normal. Um, you don't have to be in love with yourself 100% of the time like Shanti. It, like Shanti, it varies and it isn't perfect. It comes suddenly in crescendos. It stays for a while, but it retreats suddenly. It's heavy on some days and light often. And I know this doesn't make sense, but it does. And at the end of the day, it's what you want it to be. So it's okay to not be in love with yourself 100% of the time. Um, but anyways, I hope this all makes sense. And I didn't mean for it to be like three messages, but oh well. Um, I really appreciate you guys and keep up the great work. Bye. Thank you. Shout out to Yolanda. Sister Yolanda. Thank you, Queen. What'd you say? I said, thank you, Sister Yolanda. I'm here for it. She said, she said, I love giving myself gifts like gold jewelry. I said, yes. (laughs) Yes. Say less. I can get on board with that. No, I, I, this is a good, um, segue i wanted to thank everybody because we kind of hop skipped and jumped over that um that episode i was so i was i was honestly shocked about how many people were like yes this is how i feel i was i was shocked by that so and it it was a little comforting to know that i wasn't alone it made me sad too to think like oh other people are feeling this but it was um i got so many messages both on around the way curls and my personal page and um, I just appreciated it. And I hope that 
you know, we're we're able to answer that those questions um, a little easier next time around. But shout out to Yolanda. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for bigging us up. Thank you for supporting us. And thank you for calling back after the first voicemail didn't go as you planned because you gave yourself grace, queen. Yes. A lesson of grace. (laughs) There you go. I'm dead ass. (sighs) Anyway, this is, that's actually a great segue into what we're going to talk about, right? It is. We're going to go right into it. Fuck politics. No, God. Oh, Oh, the way I hop, skip and jump over that. I'm down. You Um, know, (laughs) fuck it. (laughs) What time is it? Um, we can we can skip. It was really just I just wanted Trump's impeachment trial starts tomorrow. We're gonna see if these Republicans have a fucking backbone or spine. Also, Sonny Hostin shredded Van Jones on the View. <laughs> My God, who's Sonny Hostin? F- Help me. What? I don't know who that is. <sighs> She's a Puerto Rican and black woman. She's a powerhouse attorney. Oh. She's on she used to be an attorney. Um, she doesn't practice anymore, but she's one of the people on the view. Oh. She's written a bunch of books. Oh, well, she the is real viewer. See, I keep I always I just not know the, the talk. The the talk girl. No, not that. The talk and then what's the other one? With the other ones. They got another one too. You know, going out. Yeah. Adrian Bailan or yeah, whatever. That's on what there. I thought. Not you them. About. Not them hoes. No. The real view. <laughs> Um, Sunny is, um, she's actually probably, what she say? She's like, you pick and choose. Like what you, what team you on? Nigga? That's basically what she said. She told him that the black community doesn't trust him. And he was like, I, I, and I just wanted to say like, I know the Van Jones, like Van Jones catches so much flack, but I will say, I think that my frustration with Van Jones is not with Van Jones. It's with white people expecting all black folks to be Van Jones. And it's like, nah, Van Jones has that capacity. Like he wants to sit down with KKK members and understand them. I don't like, we're all here to do different things. That's not my ministry. Mm. Now somebody does need to do it. Like we have to, you know, we have to bridge the gap and all this bullshit. That ain't me though. And the most frustrating thing, and I get this all the time from my family, is they take Van Jones and they put they put him in like our face. And and then you end up getting pissed off with Van Jones. Like this motherfucker steady crying, steady talking about oh well Trump did do some good things too. Like nobody wants to fucking hear that. Like whose side are you on? Maybe. But Hold up. um I don't hate Van Jones. I know a lot of people that do. I don't hate him. But she shredded his ass, and he was not prepared. And I kind of felt sorry for him. Dummy. Yeah. Shout out to Van Jones. Um, but no, we can. That was all. We can go into the break. Take us in, Sheila. After these messages, we'll be right back. That was really. That was a quick low one. energy. After these messages, we'll be right back. Do you want to sing it? Go ahead. Let's hear it. No, I just... After these messages, we'll be right back. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. Hi, and we're back. And... Child. Don't we start talked about, like that. We talked about before in the last episode when we talked about when you feel most in love with yourself. You know, internet went back and forth, and I was encouraging internet to like be at peace with the fact that a part of her way of experiencing love and loving herself was through other people. And she was like, Yeah, 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 but also I need to be in love with myself and I was like okay and so (laughs) that if you want to know what the podcast is about (laughs) that was it that rundown I was like okay and I was like yeah yeah cool cool and I you know what I've been experiencing a similar question of like all right if I'm gonna be the fuck alone am I gonna make it look sexy if I'm going to be alone, <laughs> am I going to enjoy this? And so I saw this quote, uh, and I do not have an answer. So if y'all are expecting me to say something poignant, if you're expecting me to know what I'm talking about, I really don't. This is more of me processing my own stuff in this moment with you guys. But this text came up. This is by Bell Hooks, and she said, But many of us seek community solely to escape the fear of being alone. Knowing how to be solitary is central to the art of loving. When we can be alone, we can be with others without using them as a means of escape. And so I've been oscillating between, all right, is my desire to be in partnership because I'm fearing being alone or like I don't know how to be alone and like how do you manage because I am in a partnership I I haven't been single for three and a half years or so but like I still struggle with my being alone And, like, I wonder 
And like when I feel alone in a partnership, it feels all the more triggering and like wrong. So I'm wondering how do we experience, and that's a, a, a maybe a derailment from the, 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 the question that I'm asking here is like, what is joyful solitude and how do you know when you're just trying to escape your fucking self? Like, how do you, how do I know when it's like, oh, I, I want to be in this partnership because I, I, I don't even, I don't know. Because right now for me to think about being alone is sad. It makes me, there's, there's always sadness attached to it or there's fear attached to it. Fear of, because it's, I guess it feels unknown, unknown to me in a particular way or a certain kind of aloneness feels unknown to me. <sighs> so I've been trying to sit with it for a while. Um, and when it, when it creeps up on me, I've been like, all right, I'll sit in it for a minute and like, I'll, I'll be upset. And then I'll be like, girl, get up and you know, I don't know, clean your apartment, make it smell nice, put on some music that you really like, make yourself a cup of tea, um, you know, I don't know. Like I try to find a way to find joy rather than sink deeper into this like feeling swallowed by being alone and, and sad and being like, why, why am I? Define what being alone is when you're in a partnership. For me, it just it just feels like I'm I'm by myself indefinitely. Like it doesn't feel like I don't live with my partner, so it's not it's not necessarily that I'm with the person. I f when I'm with the person, I don't feel alone. But if if I'm not in communication with him, then mm -hmm. and I don't see him and I don't talk with him, panic arises versus it being like you know, um, mm -hmm. a sense of stability. And like, I'm not mm -hmm. a needy bitch, so we don't need to, we don't even need to go. Maybe I am. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I actually no. do not know. But that's the, the I, I, I do not want to, and I'm, that's not what I want to talk about is like, that feeling in the relationship more so of like, why am I so, if, you know, let's say that it were, it were to be that I were to be alone, you know, or that, that was just the thing. Like that, why, why is there so much fear attached to it versus being like, all right, bet like, cool, cool. I love, love I like partnership. What? Cause people love partnership. But why do people love partnership? Because we're humans and we weren't meant to go through this thing alone. It's like, that's why the, like one of the cruelest things is like solitary confinement. No, I mean, I know it's not, I'm not trying to like live in a dark. I'm world. not saying that it's solitary confinement. What I'm saying is it's just human nature. Like you, most people don't want to just be alone. I know, most but the, there's want. that natural, like tendon, the natural need for companionship. And then there's, and that's what I'm trying to figure out. Then there's the escape from because people also need to be by themselves sometimes. 
people yeah. also need to know what it's like to not have somebody around. I'm sorry, your neck hurts, Antoinette. Go ahead, I'm listening. That's it. Like, and I don't know if I feel like there's a um, slippery slope around both. It's like people are like, oh, I need to be alone on myself. Fuck people, and then there's like, oh, I never can be alone. Um. Well, I think the question that you were talking about was what joyful solitude, right? Yeah. If you're going to be alone, are you going to make it look sexy or are you going to be like panicked and and feeling how unnatural it is? Or, or are you going to find joy? What do you do? Do you do you f- girl? <laughs> but I feel like you do a really good I feel like you You've t- told me about nights where you dance, you have your, you play music, mm-hmm. you clean your space, you cook yourself meals that are delicious and healthy, you mm-hmm. you care for yourself, you take your baths, you watch your shows, you visit your girl, yes. you visit people, you're, you're not in there like, you know, howling to the moon every night. As my mom would say, that's my mom's. I was howling to the moon last night. I think that what I'm still discovering in terms of joyful solitude is, yeah, I do do all that stuff, but that there's still that thing in me, even while I'm doing it, that I I cannot get on this podcast and say that like I'm super okay with like. Like, yeah, there's some nights where I go to bed and I'm like, oh, okay. But a lot of nights I go to bed and it's like, okay, especially now because it's so routine and mundane because of COVID. But it's like, okay, going to rinse and repeat tomorrow. And it there's there isn't a whole lot of excitement and things like that. But I think what you're, I don't know. It's very complicated. I mean, I think that we have to honor, I think what you taught me on that episode though is that we have to honor what we want and not, and not judge ourselves and condemn ourselves for wanting partnership and for wanting to not be alone in companionship, whether that's from a man, whether that's from friends, whether that's from whatever, like you say all the time, community is life, right? Uh, that was so... I was about to say something dumb, but that's it's true. Sure, sure. It was. I haven't been around people in a long time, so I'm like, what? That's dangerous. Right. So that like that's a thing. And I, I was actually talking to somebody about this today, and they were talking about how frustrated they get because they don't feel like they have the support that they want from certain people. And I was like, isn't that so frustrating where somebody, a million people can tell you that they love you. A million people. But if it's not the type of love you're looking for, it doesn't mean but what as do much. you do with that? Like, there is 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 that the is there a way to? I don't know if there's any way to not suffer because fuck it, you can be in a partnership. You think you you know, and then it's just a whole other onslaught of like issues that come in, come with it. You can be very alone in a partnership. Yeah, so like I don't know. I guess I'm just trying to figure out what to do with this this ball of energy that I keep feeling as heavy or like longing and and 
and do something with it? Or can there nothing can nothing be done with it? I, I would hope that like the alchemy or the spiritual work is like taking that suffering or taking that sadness and like maybe it's unrealistic and it's like a hallmark and like a bunch of woo-woo bullshit to be like, and then you find joy in it, but like it can't just it it, it can it be morphed into something else? Can it be moved? Can it be shifted into something else beside like longing? Like it's if because it for me my feeling of it feels like energy. It can... feels like a humming. It feels like a thing that that had I had the right tools or if I I don't know if it feel I hope that it's not just like there like to stay. I I pray that it can be. This, the work, quote unquote, is like every day needing at it for it to be something else without the, atta the attachment of it being something else, quote unquote, happiness or like getting what I want because. I think you can appreciate what you have and still have longing and still have joy and still have longing mm -hmm. and still have purpose and still have longing mm -hmm. and still have, like two things can exist at once. Oh, fuck that shit. But I I think that that's so um, I think that it's if there's something that you want that you're not getting, it is hard to give that to yourself. Um, self love. Listen, don't get me because I fuck around. My, the way I've been talking about self, <laughs> I'm over here the other day. I said self love is the only love. It is. What the fuck do we? Why do we need respect from these fools if we're respecting ourselves? Yeah. What is? What do Just, you need them to show you anything? Show a proof. What do you need? Why you? Why you? Why do you have to call me back? Why do you have to treat me with respect? I don't need that. I respect myself. I respect That's my ego talking. <laughs> fuck out of here. Give me the tray song, Zick, and get out of here. For real, I'm like, <laughs> don't get me going. Reciprocity. I love me. I got me. Right. I don't need you. Like I'm good. Thanks. Thanks, love. No, no, no. But seriously, but seriously, I, I, I don't know why you having this conversation with me. I don't have not near not not want to answer. But I, I mean, I let's let's figure it out. Like what? I don't know. It's. Your I mean, opinion. I've been in a. What'd you say? It's a, you know what? And I <sighs> companion. Let me say companionship is really important, and that looks different in every relationship. I've been in relationships where I felt like I didn't have companionship. I've been in relationships where, for part of the time, I wasn't even in the relationship because I was somebody else, and that was hella mm, lonely. Isn't that a fucking topic? Have you ever been it's in a like, relationship and you weren't yourself? Like, who was that? Fuck, you're not scary. even in a relationship it's Ooh, your it's whoever it? the fuck that other person is in the relationship <gasps> you just like you're just watching watch you're like web du boys with double consciousness just Ooh. watching yourself like who that bitch she tripping she wilding right she, now why she do that she don't need she need to just go ahead and respect herself <laughs> get that dick and go home <laughs> she love herself get that dick if it's good and keep it moving girls keep it pushing boo boo <laughs> but no like unwell these young children listening they're like they shouldn't be listening. <laughs> but I just feel like I feel, I feel joyful. Love. I feel joyful solitude is um it's always something that you're trying to strive for. Cause I 
add that to the I don't know if it ever just makes I, I think the first thing is that we have to curb our expectations of so many things because I've been alone for a long time. And so now my joy kind of derives from other things of like what I've achieved, what I've accomplished, what I'm pushing towards, how I show up for other people, like all the things that I feel like define me. But then like, just like Armani was talking about, there's always something else. Like as soon as you get to yeah. that point, then you want to get to this point, yeah. then you want to get to this yeah. point. And it's, it's a trap. It's a trap. So I think I'm that sorry. we have to, I, I'm not trying to be funny when I say this, but like, cur- like curb your enthusiasm. No, but like curb, maybe curb our expectations a little bit, but also be honest about what we need and what we want and try not to judge that as much. Like it's okay if, cause we, we, we always, we never want to come across as needy. You don't want to be a needy friend. You don't want to be a needy girlfriend. You don't want to be a needy daughter. You don't want to be any of that. But like, if there are things that you need, that's okay. And like, it's okay to honor that. And if, if you feel like you're not getting them and there's a longing in you, like, I would argue that's your intuition. I would Ooh. argue that's... A, <laughs> I hate you. But I would. I would argue that it's like, hey, 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 hey. You're not Help being fed. Me. You're not being fed. Help and then me. I think it's... <laughs> what's what's wrong with you? <laughs> please help me, please. <laughs> but then I, I think it's... <laughs> at the same time... It's up to you to be able to hear feedback from the people you are in partnership with and who are your companions, whether it be me, your mother, your daughter, your boyfriend, whoever. And if they're like, yo, I feel like you're asking me for too much. Mm. I feel like your joy is deriving. It's like coming from me and I can't be that for you. Now, if you just need X, Y, and Z to like enhance the shit you already got going on, cool. But like, if you need me to set all that joy up for you, not cool. I'm looking for something. And I think that's that's the difference. I want to be your mother, your sister, (laughs) your brother, your puppy. (laughs) What is that from? It's from Martin, I think. Oh, yeah. I want to be a lover. I want to be a puppy. That's what I'm thin. Like, what? I'll be like, word, bet, say less. Let's go. <laughs> Let's join. Let's become one. I also think, um, I just find it to be so interesting how things play out. And I'm always curious. I, Jasmine says something when people kept talking about, and I'll, I'll reel this in, but people kept talking about on interviews how un. Um, underrated she was and how does that bother her that she's just now getting this and just now getting that and she said something that was very I I thought it was very spot on when she said um no I think she was like it doesn't bother me at all I think I was given the exactly what I could handle when I could handle it and like now I'm at a different place in my life and I can handle the things that are coming you know coming my way like I'm I'm better equipped and so, like, I think about, I I tend to think about that with myself, too. Like, I don't think that, you see, I think that there were certain things that I couldn't handle. And I think that, that is a beautiful way of massaging and transforming that longing 
It's you're mm-hmm. doing when you do that, you do something, you're doing something else with it. Yeah. That's the work right there. That's it. That's beautiful. Mm-hmm. I agree. I agree. So let me just um <laughs> What you gonna do, girl? What you just, gonna do? You know what? It 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 is a it's a slow burn. That's it. It's just a slow burn. It just it just takes time. And it takes I, slow meditation and it takes honesty and me, you know, knowing what I need and what I'm capable of and praying for that in another person. And also just sitting with it, sitting with this energy that I think is in all of us and is that's it it's just going to be um that's it there's no way of me getting around that and that's okay I think it's so interesting though that you I just hit the mic that you feel that way because you're usually so excited to do what to have alone time to have alone time I think when you think about being alone, you're more talking about, because I don't, your version of like being with somebody does not mean to be up under them. Like you can be in the same space with somebody, even with me and you, and you could be like, no, I have to do this, 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 and this today. And we're in the same space. We're not necessarily in each other's face, but that's enough. But I think that there's a certain closeness that you get with people, like where you... I don't even know if being physically in their presence is required. No, I, think, I just want to I like, think it's just a, I think you want to be relied on and you want to have somebody vulnerable and open with you. I think that's your version of. Get that. I can be the same for that person. Right. You know? Right. No, it's not physical because sometimes right. that can't be, but. I think that's a big distinction. Yeah. Between the two of us. No, I just want to like know what's going on in um, in somebody's heart and feelings, uh-huh. and like feel trusted and feel like I can trust that, trust those inner workings with somebody else as well. But then, if that's not the possibility or that's not happening, what do I, you know? Then it's like, okay, what are yeah. you going to do with these things? And it's okay. So it's uh, yeah, it's less about so that so the fear that you have doesn't come from I don't think it comes from being alone. I think it comes from having relationships that feel shallow. Yeah, no, I want to have an intimate relationship with somebody. With all people. With all people. With your friends, with your Mm -hmm. mom, with your everybody. Uh, Yeah. What if I got this implanted in my forehead? Like that guy. What was his name? 21 Savage. I don't know, but. I'm sorry. Childish. Sorry. I'm so sorry. You're just trying to be (laughs) close. I'm sorry. Anyway. It'll well around the way curls hitting you with another yeah cliffhanger. but I, I'm not done though I want to know what that fear is because you said that was interesting to me when you said that like you you have fear around it like do you have fear around not being partnered yeah I have fear of having because I think when you or I don't I don't know. I think this is something for me to um trust 
that my I can still explore my inner world and have my inner growth and have intimacy without it being in a without it being dependent upon a relationship. My fear is that that I won't have somebody to share that intimacy with, you know? And then mm-hmm. my fear is that I guess I don't know what does that mean then? Does, is my you're growth stunted? Is my journey no. because through another you're person is how you like you right. do this weird reflecting and deepening. You're thing. saying the same thing that I was saying. You're saying that like there's a part of you that you want to exp- that yeah. you want to explore and, I, and, yeah. and experience fully, mm-hmm. With and that else. requires a level of partnership. You know that like yeah, but I think th- it does. It just requires I think a level it does. of does, but I don't know. I don't I, know. I think it does. I, don't I know. think if there if you're trying to experience a level of intimacy and like go into like the deep depths of yourself and what you're able to achieve in partnership with someone. But I think that there's something that's <laughs> that's that's there that you that you hit on the head and when you hold that longing and you do something with it that also deepens a relationship with yourself. It, it, but it doesn't, it, but I want to be very clear. It doesn't get rid of the longing. No, me sitting here person. saying, I don't think it, yeah, me sitting here saying like, Oh, you know, I wasn't ready for whatever, whatever, whatever. Doesn't get rid of the fact that like, there's still a longing. I don't know if being in partnership with someone gets rid of that either. I don't, depends on the partnership. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I wonder, I wonder, I, I feel like, I don't know. I, I haven't had, a partnership long enough um, to know. I don't know. I don't know many people that have had healthy enough or long enough relationship. I don't know. I don't know what their value systems are in their relationship to like ask them that. But also in a lot of these, rela- my, my other question is in a lot of these relationships, if we're talking about, because all relationships are different, right? If we're talking about intimate um, relationships, does that person have to be the person that you experience that other side of yourself with? Obviously, it's usually who you want it to be with, but it could be like that longing that you have might come from somebody else. And you might love the shit out of the the person that you're with, but they're still, I mean, I don't. Yeah. And I think that's like there's still yeah. like depths that that you yeah. haven't reached with that person uh, that, that you reach with a friend yep. that you reach with a family God member willing. that you reach with, you know, God that's also a possibility. But then you but then then you have to determine, is that what you want? You know, you don't want to be sitting there thinking to yourself, like, I wish I could do that with X person. Mm-hmm. I wish, you know, so well, that goes back to the, at the end Esther of the day, Carell, it's, though, that's what she said. She's like, you bet have other ways and other relationships because you expect that to. one person to fulfill it all is just you. You set yourself crazy. up. You set yourself up. So you just need. So. To. Yeah. Yeah. Self-love is the only love. Is that what the is that what the <laughs> conclusion was? <laughs> Self-love is the only love. You don't need anyone else to respect you besides yourself. Stop letting your ego get in the way (laughs) and make you think 
otherwise, just going about your business and know that you're all you need in this world. No, that's not. That doesn't make sense. That's not what I, that's not the truth. But, but I don't is. think we have an answer. I think it's another Around the Way Curls episode where we're like, help. I, I wish, I'm I'm curious to know, M, I shouldn't say her name, but M, Michelle, she married, like, tell us, girl. Like, all these people that listen who are married, who are thriving in their relationships, I'm so curious. And also people who who are single. And, and 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 have this wonderful joyful solitude. Like I want to well, hear from them. They don't. They just know how to alchemize and and work with that energy. Work also, with. nobody's nobody's a joyful every damn day. Because that's a goddamn. That's the lie. other thing. If so you're not well. That ebbs and flows. So like, I don't I'm know. Sorry, that's not true. To all the joyful. I, I I think though that we have to honor what we want. I think. And we have to feel 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 what we feel. Like it's nothing wrong. I'm not gonna judge myself for wanting a certain thing and possibly coming off as needy or crazy or whatever. Like that's what I want. I want like real the real, real deal. And if you're not the real, real deal, if you don't feel like my the part like my partner partner, then I'm good. Until you find another partner and you think that he's the partner partner and then you'd be like, oh, I still got this feeling inside of me. Damn, now what? Well, if there, I don't know if, if nobody's going to f- take that away. I, I truly do not think that that is the, that is the cure-all is another person. It makes life better. You can share stuff, but no, I feel I'm like No, I'm not that, saying that. that uh, that's not what I was saying. I'm saying that like, if if I enter into something with another person, I would rather say no if it's just going to be a, a placeholder or it's not going to feel fulfilling. Yeah. Yes. I'd rather be like, I'm good because I'm at a point where I'm, I'm actually okay yes. with being alone. While it's not how, mm-hmm. it's, not, it's not exactly what I want, mm-hmm. but I'd rather this You're than preaching. show up yes. as half of myself or show up as like, trying to navigate my expectations all the time and just feeling lonely and unseen and like unheard just to say, I got somebody. That's exactly what you're saying. Like that is not the answer. I think the answer is being hella honest about what you need and what you want. And also even more importantly, why you need it. Because all of this longing stem to me stems from other shit. The things that we want in life, it's just like precious this tale. Like she wants certain shit in life. Why? Because her childhood plays a factor in it. You know, like every, there's always something behind what what you need and what you want. Or maybe next week we'll talk about what we need. Girl, don't stress me out. Ne- next week is Yaba. But I don't know, like, it's like, the last thing I'll say, like, my mom, she wants alone time. She wants people to get the fuck away from her. And the big reason for that, like, not us, but, like, her partners, the big reason for that is that she grew up with, in a house full of nine kids and shared a bed until she was in college. It's like her child is all like, I need my space, I need my space, I need my this, like, get away from me. 
And I'm the opposite of that, <laughs> where I'm like all in your space. Like, hey. So I think for you to examine, I think both of us write down what we want and then try to pinpoint why we want it. Eight inches and six million dollars. I'll take nine. Nine inches or nine million? Yeah. Dollars. Nine, nine inches? What's nine, nine inches? Nine inches. Bow, little bow legged. Nine, nine inch. Beautiful milk dud. Chocolate drop. <laughs> All right, anyway. well, I'm exhausted. Things to think about. I'll get back to you on that, Queen. <laughs> All right. Well, this has been another episode of No Answers from Around the Way Curls. Just more questions. Just more confusion. That's how we should start ending our podcast. On episodes like this where it's like, All right. Peace in the Middle East. Everybody, just keep it together. You know, we're all doing our best. All right, Joe. Bye. You have just heard an Around the Way Curls John. Follow them on Twitter at ATW Curls and Instagram at Around the Way Curls. We out early. <laughs> Very good. Go for the spread the news. I'm a little weight. Go on, part the road. I know you hate it. Do not snow for it.